guys, it's time for recording Hello Elo. Um, today we got a dope banger. Uh, maybe of it's an not episode. dope. <laughs> we're, try- we're trying to figure out what the fuck to talk about when the next patch is going to be in four years. Yeah. In four weeks. I'm just kidding. Um, Six, nine years. Right. Got it. Luck- luckily, though, it's it's weird. They said they're going on break, <laughs> but then, like, every week, it was like, like, they're releasing stuff about. Like, like today, we're talking about the honor and, like, all that the nonsense. Behavioral systems. Like, they're still yeah. releasing new information, but they're supposed to be on a break. Yeah, they're just leaving us with nuggets here. They left us with a nugget of a patch, and now they're leaving us with a nugget of a blog uh, from a couple days ago. And it's not a very big blog. It's a very, sh- very, very short blog um, about But it's on a big systems. issue. So it is about making behavioral systems matter more, which is... You know, a big topic. A yeah. lot of people are feel like, uh, for myself at least, I feel like a lot of the times when I'm reporting people that are actually being disruptive, nothing happens. Right, dude. <laughs> Fucking same, dude. It happens. But really quick, before we get into that, we're gonna go over our question from last week. From the first episode and... of last week, episode thirty-five. Right, <laughs> right, right, right. right. Uh, also, really quick, guys, we have a link to uh, for you guys to submit voice questions to us. Yes, we do. And it's, they're going to be in every single bio of every episode. So record those if you feel comfortable enough talking. If not, you know, again, Linktree, all our shit's there to join our Discord, Twitter, Instagram. You can message us anywhere, anytime. Seriously, we, we respond because right we have nothing better better to do. So, <laughs> especially especially in this month because it's gonna be so slow right. as far as we we live on patches. Pretty much, that's that's where we're at, and uh, anything else is extra. And I I know that uh, some of these things from a low elo perspective don't matter right. to those that are higher than gold. So, well, it makes it, I think that's it makes it more fun. For sure, no, for sure. Either. We sound genius, or we sound stupid. <laughs> or we sound like idiots trying to sound like geniuses. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure it's the latter that happens more often. Generally, but... I think you're you're most likely right. It's just unfortunately, it, it wouldn't it wouldn't be an episode without me shitting on us. So right, 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 right. So, anyways, so our Q and A from episode 35 was: What is your opinion on the solo duo flex Q changes? What are your pros and cons? Trevor wrote in. And said, honestly, after past experience, I feel that for some, you could duo, but still have the very serious ranked mentality. That could ultimately make it less fun. I'm going to assume that he's talking about flex, because if if the changes do go through, there's going to be no duo. It's either going to be solo or flex. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I, I was making the... the the um the guess that I mean as of now a lot of people do not give two shits about their flex rank they don't right they don't it's which I think <laughs> was a an issue because I I don't know I I don't really care about that much but maybe as he was saying here that for some people turning flex into the neck into the new duo queue might it might make people care a little bit more and take it seriously because I feel like when I'm playing flex. I'm either trying new shit out, or yeah, that's about it. <laughs> <laughs> or you're playing either, with, with, I the, just with don't the big group play of people normals. that you can't play duos. Yeah, dude, normals are are actually worse than flex somehow, um, which is a weird sentence to fucking say. But normals are actually somehow worse. There's less. I guess there's less trolls in flex, and I feel like you can actually try a champion like not get flamed in flex. 
But you do that shit in norms. Even if you tell somebody in norms that, hey, I'm trying something out, I'm trying to practice something, uh, you still get a duty-ass response. It actually kind of sucks. So, yeah, maybe maybe these changes are going to put a little bit more... Um, make people be a little more competitive in Flex if they fix the MMR thing. Yeah. I do not want to be playing Flex with Diamond people on the straight enemy team. Straight up. Straight up. I wholeheartedly agree with you. I can't agree I, more. I hate that. I hate that so much. It's actually the worst. And then on the flip side, he also said that could ultimately make it less fun. True. I mean, if I'm sh- there are people... For me, personally, I like playing competitive game modes. I like playing ranked. It it makes me feel makes me feel good. Yeah. Like five percent of the time. <laughs> but there are I mean, there are some times where I've won where I'm just like, oh I I we won, but God I feel like shit you and I grit not through some of those wins, dude. Some of them are are uh tough just by nature or just like Speaking of, and I forgot to mention this last week, your boy got gold. Oh yeah he did. He quit playing ranks. I'm gonna stop playing at least solo queue. And speaking of that game that that we won to get me into gold for was a fucking shit show. That was a clown fiesta. <laughs> I believe it was like a forty six minute game, and yeah, I man, we got we got bodied, and then somehow we bodied them. I don't know what happened. I don't even know like I can't even say we outscaled because I don't think we really did outscale. They just started making really poor decisions, and we oh I, yeah we actually started playing as a team. I think it took me telling the team to shut the fuck up and focus. I think that's, I think that was that game. I don't know, dude. I've been doing that in so many games recently, and those are the games that we actually win. That like I feel like I need to tell people to shut the fuck up and focus more often, because as rude as that sounds, I know we're it about works. to talk about toxicity and you're talking about telling people to shut the fuck up. But like, I mean. No, for for real. I think that that, that combats true. toxicity, right? If you if you're telling people to actually shut the fuck up and focus, like you're, just, don't worry about what anybody else is doing. Don't worry about what anybody else is saying. Just shut up and focus on what you're doing. And I feel like that's just like um, like it sounds toxic, but it's kind of the opposite. It's like no, I'm not. I'm just telling you to stop complaining. Don't let anything else anybody else affect you you know because if you let them affect you they're just going to tilt you off the map and if you shut up and focus on what you're doing chances are you're probably going to do better at it you know and maybe you don't win you'll have to win all the time i don't expect that's going to make you win but stop bitching and put in some fucking effort so trevor thank you uh hopefully flex feels a little bit more meaningful and serious seriously I doubt it's going to happen, but we wishful thinking. So Right, right, right. Alrighty, next we have... Joa. I always feel like... Yeah, so Joa... Yeah, I, I'm sorry. I'm really bad <laughs> with reading names. Joa, um, you're going to have to like come in a in an audio message and tell us how to say your name one time. Because, yeah, I'm with you, Dean. I think we, we just look at it. We're like, dude, I don't know if I'm supposed to pronounce that A. I'm not supposed to pronounce that A. But you write in all the time, so I appreciate you. And he says it's just fun to play with a friend while trying to climb. So, yeah, it's, I mean, playing duo, doing with someone is going to be a lot better a lot of the time. Yes, most um, of the time. I think I made the, the comparison that, like, if you're looking at your team and the enemy team, there's 
there's a 20% chance, uh, 20% less chance to have someone trolling inting on your team because you're on that team and you know you're not going to do that. Whereas the enemy team, there's a 100% chance that someone on there, or there's a 20, yeah, you know what I mean. They're, yeah. They're, the odds of having someone more toxic on the enemy team is going to be is higher than your team. And if you have a duo, the odds are even better in your favor. Yeah. And it's, it's a little bit better to actually duo with someone and be on voice comms. There, I've been in games where people post like a Discord in solo queue, and they're like, "Hey, join this and let's all talk." And it generally works out. I would yeah. say ninety percent of the time it works out. There's times where the other team is just either better or they're just cheesy, and they get you on some cheese play, and then it's like, "Oh, well, this game's kind of over now." But I would say like ninety percent of the time, it uh, it works out to talk to people, even if it's a solo environment and it's all solos. Plus, I feel like people are um, inclined to be less toxic when you're actually talking instead of typing. Right, right. This is not me advocating to have in-game voice chat. I do not want that. That's never going to work. <laughs> yeah, when you when you force people to connect, they're just going to be toxic. But when people willingly connect to a chat, they're less apt to be... to be uh, Friendly? Less apt to be assholes. Wow. More apt to be friendly. Yeah. Uh, it's funny too, cause like my my uh, proof for that, although it may be anecdotal, but it's anecdotal in in numerous cases, is someone wants to flame you during the game, and then you give them a Discord link and say, "Come on, dude, let's talk," and they don't come in, or they come in and they kind of change their attitude. They may start off as a troll, and then you really want to talk about it, and they're like, "Well, actually, yeah, you're right," or or whatever. You guys come to some sort of agreement and it's not just yelling and screaming poo poo and pee pee at each other like you would uh expect out of call of duty <laughs> oh yeah that was gonna be my i was like i don't know the the age range of our listeners but if you're playing modern warfare 2 back in 2009 <laughs> you know how brutal in-game voice comms and pre-game lobbies were man oh oh People just listening to music and they're like, don't use the mute function on the microphone. Like everybody they wants to They have like a fucking it. box fan just right on the mic. Oh God. <laughs> oh God. Don't even remind. Oh, that's so awful. And people did that all the time. Like, bro, use the mute function or something. I don't know, <laughs> but shut the hell up. But yes, in all in all, it is much fun, more fun to play with a duo. Agreed. Uh, in solo queue, duo queue. Agreed. So thank you, Joa. And then finally we have Rayanne. She said, in a way, I think it sucks, but maybe it could help with feeders slash people who give up. Yes. Plus it could eliminate boosting and your rank is solely based on your performance. Yeah. I mean, that was my original thought, right? Was it kind of, excuse me, it kind of combats boosting. Um, that was my original take on it, which is why I was like, okay, I can see why they would want to do this because it does make, it does give the game more integrity in that regard. You're not being carried by your friend. Like it, it is more about you and what you're doing. Um, but it's also less fun. I, I played, I think four or five solo games by myself yesterday. And I don't do that very often. And I will say I had some good experiences with teams. I had only one guy who complained. And once I told him to shut up and focus, <laughs> uh, 
all of a sudden the game turned around. It was it really like came down to there was one game where I had a guy complaining we just we just lost like I couldn't get him or the top laner or the mid laner to focus and that was just the end of that one. And my bot laner wouldn't uh, surrender because he decided I don't surrender ranked games. But um, for the most part, like watching a guy just make some some horrible mistakes and then he's blaming everybody. I'm like, dude, if you just shut up and focus on what you're doing instead of typing you're going to be paying more attention. You won't make those uh, horrible mistakes. If you don't make those horrible mistakes, we have an opportunity to win here because we will outscale them. But if we get too far behind early, it won't matter. And uh, we ended up bringing that one back. And I think even in in the chat at the end uh, post-game lobby, I said, wow, it was looking really, really tough there until we pulled all of our heads out of our asses. And, like, that's really how it felt. Like, it was really, really tough. And then the team decided to play together. And then all of a sudden you just start rolling and winning and taking objectives and then smashing. So it, it works, dude. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I mean, as long as flex, if flex changes to have an actual MMR system and solo queue is just solo. I, I think that's like the best I, I that could eliminate boosters and it could el- eliminate, hopefully eliminate Smurfs. I, I don't know. Like, that's, Flex gets better. I think it's the best, is, is, is like the best case scenario for everything. Just. Yeah, I don't know how you could actually ever eliminate a Smurf. Like, without telling people you can only have one account and like IP banning other accounts or whatever. I don't know how you do that. I mean, they would, if. I don't think Riot's going to do that because people buy multiple accounts right. and they spend different money, more money on those accounts. But I've seen people who are like, oh, just, you know, lock it to, like, you have to submit your phone number or something and you can't. Okay, okay. You know, if one one account per person and you have to, I think they do that in Clash, actually. Do they? So you can't smurf in Clash. That, that That's actually cool because, yeah, smurfing and shit like that, it's like sandbagging and bowling, dude. That shit's fucked up. Not fun. I hate that. But so, thank you, Ram. No problem. She said no problem. Okay, no problem. MP. <laughs> By the end of this episode, we'll uh, have come up with a new Q and A. So right, don't you worry. And finally, our poll from last week is: Would you be interested in short segment where Tyler talks about pro play, primarily LCS? There were nine votes, and I have not seen the results because I did not vote because I felt it was. Uh, there was no integrity if I voted on that. So, integrity. You wanna you wanna this take is, a guess? Uh, I'm gonna guess it's maybe like a a seven two split for yes, but I don't know. Hundred percent yes. Oh wow. Okay. Well, in that case, I got my notes prepared. So, <laughs> and I just dropped them on the floor, so you know there's that. <laughs> All right. So, a couple things. This is gonna be really quick. Run through just a couple little highlights of the weekend. Um, tracked Golden Guardians. They did not do well this weekend. Uh, first game they played against 100T. They held their own, and they threw the game at 46 minutes with a 4K gold lead. Uh, pretty demoralizing, especially against a, str- a squad that's been struggling, where you have an opportunity to move up in the standings. So that one definitely hurts. And then they got bodied. Uh, was it by CLG, I believe. Um. Which is very wild. Which is very wild. They now have a tied record. They lose some ground. And speaking of CLG, they get a 2-0 weekend for the first time in, I don't know, forever. 
They're uh, on the the come up, dude. Like they are. They up. look like they're they're playing as a cohesive unit right now. But the question is, so right now they're in seventh place. Uh, they have EG FlyQuest, uh, Dignitas, Hundred Thieves, uh, TL, and C9 in front of them. So they have quite a ways to go. They're not going to catch Team Liquid. They're not going to catch Cloud9. Um, they would have to go 5-0. and oh, And Team Liquid would have to lose all their next games for them to catch TL. And the chances of that happening are pretty slim. But they can still make playoffs. They're only three games behind 100 Thieves. Uh, two games behind FlyQuest and Dig. And only a game behind EG. Um, so there is a possibility of a playoff berth for CLG. Uh, the same with GG. If GG can win out, they do have a possibility of getting a playoff berth, but I don't know how feasible that is. Um, they would be probably like a sixth seed, and EG and FlyQuest would have to really have a collapse. Man, those those middle teams are close. They're very close. They're all very close. I mean, you really have Cloud9 and TL way up there, and everybody else, I mean, even Immortals, and then you have TSM taking a shit at the bottom because they took another O2 weekend <laughs> after throwing some early leads. Um, what what ha- okay you know i listen to the dive i've been listening to uh jat's podcast and just like what is happening they're they're actually low-key kind of hopeful that this team could do something because like what unless speaker is just completely taking a shit because like that dude was summer mvp and what happened um i think there's a lot of organizational issues i think that they're not first off i don't think their coaches that great for them well uh, everyone's leaving tsm so that should be a that's another another big thing i was gonna bring i was like first off yeah. they're, they're they brought in a bunch of new people they have a whole new the organization itself is actually almost brand new except for reggie at the top who needs to sell his house um <laughs> there's just there's a lot of disruption i think in in the organization itself it's not very stable uh you see speaker having to defend his teammates and himself on Twitter. Um, and all he wants oh, to do is play the game, yikes. but he can't even focus on playing the game because he's too busy trying to defend his other teammates from, from the flamers and whatnot. So that's a pretty big, uh, I think that personally, I think that's taking a lot away from their, from their talent pool, right? Uh, Huni and Spika, the two veterans on that squad are really trying to hold things together. And then you have, I don't, I don't think tactical has ever been like a, a real leader. Um, and then oh, you're, you're no. not going to see, you're not going to see Shen Yi leading with, with the way the whole thing that came out about his attitude, uh, that guy has kind of punched himself in the nuts uh, in terms of being a leader. That's, that's over. And then between takeover and Keduo, those guys are switching out. So you don't have a leader there. So you're trying to, to put a leadership position on Spika who I think doesn't really want that position, or maybe it could be too much. Like, he just needs to be a player, you know? Because he's an excellent jungler if, if he just is allowed to play. But um, I think there's just a lot going on behind the scenes on that team that some of the things we've seen, and I think there's a lot that we haven't seen, and I think that's really, really dragging them down. I mean, even Huni and, and Huni's actually playing really well. Um, all things said and done, is the only person on this team that's showing out week in and week out and he's not getting stomped so kind of feel bad for that guy um I'm trying to think uh is it 
Is that already this? Is this already their worst split yet? Like, oh yeah, they, they've record? never been this this bad. Ever. I couldn't remember. They were talking about. I guess this was pre this weekend. They were saying like, oh, if if they lose a couple more games, it's the worst uh, split in their organization here history. Yeah, they've never been this bad. And of course, on the back of of losing guys like Bjergsen and Parth. And the people that have really made a difference in the organization, I think they're they're seeing that now. But, oh well, don't be an asshole, Reggie. That's a pretty simple one. Um, but moving on, TL and, or sorry, C9 um, has, I believe, clinched a playoff berth. They could still end up as a lower seed if they were to lose all of their next games, but currently they're in first place, and no one from the bottom is going to catch them to bump them. <laughs> Even if what's Evil their... Geniuses won out, they would have the same record. What's their schedule? Uh, let's see. C9 schedule. It's probably going to be easy. Oh, I got it right here, actually. They have Team Liquid again. No, just kidding. They have TSM. They have CLG, which is probably the toughest game they'll have. Uh, oh, my God. Dig, 100T, and FlyQuest. So it's okay, not so super, it's not terribly easy. It's a up. pretty pretty uh, medium oh, style. Super last. Yeah, super easy last week. Okay, so TSM it should be a free win. I mean, unless they, unless they if if I'm Cloud Nine and there's something I want to try, you know, if there's a strategy I'm trying to work on, uh, in the TSM game is the one to do it because losing to TSM doesn't lose you any ground. Yeah, you wouldn't want to do that against. Um, against 100T. You probably don't want to do that against FlyQuest. You could try something against CLG if you really wanted to. But, like, TSM would be the game if, if I'm Cloud9 where I'm comfortable trying to try a different play style or try something else and, you know, a different strategy or whatever if you have a feeling that the meta's changing or gonna change or something, so. Okay. Um, of course, TL and C9 continue smashing on everybody this week, except for the game where it came to TL versus C9, in which C9 took took the victory on that one. Pretty handy. Dude, Summit Whippo, is just a fucking monster. Whippo was running it down, though. I don't know if you can, can't can not run it down against Summit. That guy is just absolutely ass-blasting his opponents. Like, I don't know how else to put it. Uh, Bjergsen was neutralized in that game. Core JJ was neutralized in that game. Uh, it really was just the Summit show. And that was um, rather interesting to watch. And, and and did he get Player of the Week? I think he did. Yeah, I think you're right. I think he did. Uh, for good reason, really. Um, let's see. Oh, Dig had a 2-0 weekend um, on the back of Bio Daddy and his freaking Thresh because, you know, breaking news, Biofrost is really fucking good at Thresh. And if you're going to let him have it, he's going to kick your ass. Like, I don't know how else to put it. Maybe ban Thresh against Dignitas. Um, let's see. 100T uh, lost. Or they got their win over FlyQuest to keep their lead. Um, oh, Renata made her way into LCS this weekend for the first time. That was rather interesting. Um, actually, a lot of good Renata play, too. It was... A, it was it was cool to hear the analyst talk about the champion because I think a lot of times people think that she is an engaged champion, but she's not really. I mean, she has her cue for engage, but it's pretty fucking hard to hit. And if you're trying to engage with her ulti, it's probably so not going to do much. 
She's more counter engage. She's a counter engage or follow up. She's probably best as follow up. Like someone gets a stun, like um, Nar slams a team into the wall, and then she's able to get her poison cloud out. Right? She's she's a really good follow up, or she's a good counter engage if the whole squad's engaging your team, and you're able to get that poison cloud out to to kind of stop them. Um, And maybe you can turn that fight, you know, grab with a Q or hit the shields and whatnot. But she should not be your primary source of engage, and if she is, you're probably going to lose that game. Uh, the other thing I noticed is there's a lot of Zeri versus Jinx. Uh, that is a big, a big um, lane right now in the, in the bot lane. Big two picks, and Jinx is winning that matchup right now because I think the Zeri nerfs are really, really uh, starting to take effect and. If you don't ban Jinx, you just lose in in pro play right now. So that's all I got. But hopefully that's enough for you guys. And uh, next week I'll have more for you. Yeah, especially I'm hyped. I'm hyped to get back to when playoffs start because I really prefer watching like best of threes or best of fives. Far more interesting, far more compelling. Because like I feel like. I don't like TSM, but I feel like in like a best of five, TSM could potentially win a series. Maybe. If they have time to adapt. I mean, depending Maybe. on who the fuck they're playing, you know, but. Right. Best of one. I know they tried best of threes a few years ago, and it just. That's when TSM could never actually get a 2 0. They played three games every week. Every week they played three games when they did best of threes. That was almost mm-hmm. nightmarish to watch. But. <laughs> I sincerely hope LCS doesn't change their their um what do you call it their system next split because I feel like they're always changing it every split. There's always a complaint during playoffs like uh the double elimination playoffs for TSM one was that in twenty was that twenty twenty I think or was it twenty nineteen the double elimination where they right. they got eliminated and then beat. Golden Guardians to get into finals and won the finals game and everyone was all because well, they, they dropped down a lower bracket yeah. right yeah and yeah then fought their way back up and and everybody was butthurt that they did that I was like but that's I, I don't know it doesn't matter however the setup is someone's gonna be whoever's like third or fourth place potentially is gonna be butthurt when they lose that's just how it always happens you can look at the NFL you can look at the MLB you can look at NBA every time there's that semifinal game there's always a gripe every single time so i don't there's there's not a perfect way but i hope they don't change their format is the word i was thinking of because the yeah. best of ones i think is just the one that works for for lcs really all righty well thank you and thank uh, you. we will have that for you guys next weekend now it is time to get into the meat and potatoes eating potatoes all right making behavioral systems matter more that What does that mean? The, the <laughs> system... Well, okay. I don't think... it. I feel like they say shifting focus to 95%, whereas 95% of the players are, like, the not average that don't... You know, they get tilted here, but that's not it. And then the other 5% astronomical are the players that are, like, always pieces of shit. Yes. Yes, and they're saying that they should punish those 5%. The other thing that was interesting to note is that there are 95% uh, 
regular players who get tilted every once in a while, and those players make up 86% of the reports. So, in other words, almost all reports are on the average player who usually behaves well. Because I feel like a lot of people, like, say there's someone on your team, they're not even typing, and they're just getting shit on. Yep. I think the average person's gonna be like, oh, that guy's inting, report him. It's right. not inting, he's just getting shit on, like... What, what, uh, what were we, uh, was it last weekend or whatever, Licorice loses his flash top, uh, as Graves, and proceeds to then just get run down by C9. Oh, right. And it was just like repeat gank after repeat gank after repeat gank till he was down to the ground. And there was literally nothing he could do about that. There was not a damn thing that he could do. Blabber was all over him, and so was Summit. It was just one of those like, well, you just lost, and you're not even inting because, like, you know, your teammates say, don't fight, don't fight, don't fight. But it's like, I, I can't not fight when they're literally under my tower annihilating me. There's nothing I can do about it. I know. Your teammate would be like, stay under turret and farm. Okay, well, my my laner knows how to freeze properly. Right. And it, it, it's frozen right in front of their turret. Right. And even if I have a fucking ward, that's... It, it, I'm primarily look, thinking of top lane because you get fucked in top lane. It's generally top. You're done. You're just done. Yeah. <clears throat> um. I feel like the other question I wanted to, I wish they would have answered. I wish they would have done like a Q and A because I'd be like, I when people and, and also I guess it it's got a split between. Now when they say consistently disruptive, I'm assuming that means both verbally or like verbally i don't want to say verbally because they're not actually talking like like typing toxic like that and also intentionally feeding they're probably the ones that are getting reported most often which is what they're looking at because i would think because there are times too when i report someone who i definitely think should be punished because they either say racist homophobic or you know whatever tell me to end my life yeah and then I don't get that that pop-up. You don't get that sweet, sweet gratification of seeing that pop-up come up. Do people still get... Like, if that doesn't pop up for me, does that mean they're off the hook? Uh, so it could that's be, one thing could I'd be want a chat ban. I know, but like, I... I, it's, I mean, that's... Usually if you're toxic typing in chat and, you know, it's something bad, then you're going to get chat banned. Yeah. I just don't think that fixes anything. That's true. Like, because then, I, then they get chat banned and they just start inting. <laughs> it's just going to make them care less about their fucking shit. Like, okay, and then this moves into the whole honor system. The honor system is just... It's supposed to be there... Okay, first of all, you you can't see other people's honor, which makes no fucking sense. What is the point of having that? You can't even really tell how far you are in your own honor, too. Like, I don't really understand that, either. It's like, if I go to a game, like, oh, I want to see if this person is a toxic piece of shit or not. If I, like, if I was able to go into a game, I mean, I have chat muted all the time. So this is, this is not going to apply to me. But say someone, I'll say you, uh, loading into a game, and you're like, oh, let's see if this guy is, what his honor is. And you can, you know, click on... They're in the loading screen. You now you can look at their master or whatever. If it showed their honor level there and it said they were dishonor dishonorable, like level zero or whatever, you're like, oh boy, this but, guy's a piece of shit. Like, so I'm just going to mute. Would you, would you, so I hear you, 
my question is, would you be willing to try and play with that person? What if they're on the road to recovery? Would you be willing to... Oh, I'll try. Give them an opportunity? Or, or are you already going to be um, in a bad state of mind with a bad uh, uh, negative feeling toward them already? I mean, I'm totally fine with like trying. As long as that person is trying. Again, I would probably... If I were you, I'd just like, okay, this guy is, has no honor. I'm just going to mute them. I mean, and, that's fair, but like... Let them play. People don't know how to mute each other. There's definitely sure. uh, something that they, that they put on in, in this blog. And uh, it, it says, I ask you to remember this. When you get frustrated, only you can stop yourself from being disruptive. And like muting somebody is like a really good way to stop yourself from being disruptive. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. because then you just don't see their shit and you don't respond to them um yeah i don't know i don't know i like, don't think i don't think i like the idea of showing honor on load in i think if it showed in the post game lobby that would be one thing well i don't think it would matter there uh then you'd be able to gonna... see like oh this guy's a shitter but i think if you go into the game and think that someone's a shitter I think no, you're yeah, already okay. putting I get yourself that too. in a, in a like, negative it's, it's mindset. Tough. You're already you're already like hurting yourself from the get go. And so like I think it is better that like it shouldn't be hidden. Like I could I should be able to look and I'm looking at your profile right now and it just says it doesn't, doesn't show, show it doesn't say shit. It says yeah, it doesn't show other players honor, which is kind of silly to me, but But like why why is it even there in the profile then? Yeah, it's a it's great like, fucking question. It's a dumb thing to say, but it's like it's taking up space. There's no point for that right. to be there. Right. I I feel like if your if you're high honor, if you're honor five, then I feel like it should be. Didn't they use that? Does it even still do that when it shows? Oh like, yeah, you know, show if, the little, if you're that was last the most honor, right? Uh, yeah, it doesn't. Oh, it still shows most honor. You're talking about post game. Like in the next game, does you have a little thing on your loading? That says that you're, like, the most honorable of the previous game? You know what? I don't know. I don't think it does. and Because I, I haven't seen that. Maybe I'm wrong. Tell me I'm wrong. But I, have, I, don't, I don't see I that. I don't pay enough attention to loading screen. I'm usually doing anything else while <laughs> I'm loading, just, to be honest. So <laughs> but I'm not like, a good person to answer that question. <laughs> I think if you're honor five, if you're the highest honor you can be in this game, that should be on your loading screen permanently. That's fair. But then again, you know, the other thing that comes down to is when you're honoring people at the end of the game, unless I, I mean, if I'm playing with friends, I automatically, win or loss, I'm just going to honor you because fuck it, I'm playing with you. And then if I'm playing by myself, or if you're playing by yourself, answer me this, who are you honoring if you win a game? Um, That's a good question. It depends. Did I win off the back of someone just absolutely caring, like a Katarina who went 22 and 2? Because if if I, if I yes, want off yes. if I want off a twenty two and two I'm honoring that Katarina I don't exactly care. I don't so care. you're honoring that but, person could be saying the nastiest stuff in chat but they're twenty two and two all right I'm but honor, there are games great. there's games I've played where oh I've I well because I play support a lot there's games I've played where we just don't win bot lane like we just we just lose but my uh, teammate is actively making an effort to make the right plays and is trying to be in the right spot. Um, or hell, even even if mid lane feeds, right? 
But then towards the end of the game, he's they're still playing. They're still trying to make an effort, and we win. I'm going to give that guy uh, untiltable, you know, or untilted or whatever the the that one is yeah. on the left. You no, know I, I mean? got you. Um, because, well, I'm saying, because, like, yeah, if, man. if you have someone on your team that's just hard stomping and it's a free fucking win, you're going you're oh, to honor that calling. person. They're getting shot like, calling for sure. Just or I think like I would I don't have the data to back this up. I think like the average person's just gonna like autopilot honor the fucking twenty two and one Katarina. But if you oh, okay. if you play a zillion and you save hella people's lives, bro, you're getting the you're getting the great teammate uh honor. And that's been happening a lot. I also miss being able to I mean, I guess it wouldn't apply to me again because I play with chat off it is honoring uh enemies. I miss that a lot. Because sometimes, I like in post-game lobbies, it's very rare. I will get people that say, like, GG, like, you know, fun. Even, win, or, win or loss, like, to me. Yeah, it was it's fun. It's very rare, but it happens. It happens. Sometimes there's just players in the enemy team that are just better than your entire squad, too. Like, that that's happened before, and I'm like, yeah, that guy just... Like, I have no words, because that guy just beat it. He's just better than us. You know what I mean? He's better than everybody that's on our team, and that's just unfortunate but like it happens that way sometimes and like those are people i want to honor or at least recognize like hey dude unless he's being a dick in which case i'm like no fuck that guy but like <laughs> there's sometimes where those guys are just silently murking you and it's like well this dude's just way better than i am so i would wish i could could give an honor to that but um Sometimes, even at the beginning of games, sometimes it's not even that. Sometimes someone on the enemy team just says something funny or a funny joke, and it just I think yeah. about it all game, and it was funny. I'm like, I want to honor that guy for 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 starting the game off on the right foot with a funny joke or, or whatever. You know what I mean? No, I got that. Um, let's briefly talk about champ select report. Oh, that... I, was, I wanted to look at the uh, the reinforcing positive play sure. little blurb okay. real, real fast before it. we get down to champ select. Um, yeah, yeah. I do like this idea that they want to do this year with the special effects uh, recall for those who are honor five or have received an honor from either a non pre-made or two pre-mades in the last game. Basically means if you're playing in a, like a, if you're playing in a five man and two of your teammates honor you, you get a special effects recall in your next game. Or if you're just playing like solo duo and, and someone who's not part of your party honors you, you get a special effects in the next game. I, I like that. And then they're also working on an exclusive skin that's not just Grey Warwick or Medieval Twitch. And I think that's important too. Kind of like having a gold exclusive skin, you have a, a high right. honor exclusive skin. And I so, think that that's going to create value to accounts and make people less likely to have their accounts banned, if that makes sense. It's it's tough to think of or to like talk about because like you shouldn't just be nice to just get a skin right you should be playing like with integrity and being i mean you don't have to be nice you can be you could I, i'm fine with someone calling me an idiot or me calling them an idiot but like you should like you shouldn't just be your goal shouldn't just be to get a fucking skin at the end of the day this is they're this whole thing that they're trying to you know they're they're putting in incentives yes which is nice and yes. that's probably going to help. Mm -hmm. But at the end of the day, man, you got to you got to play with integrity and you got to like I pre what is it? I think it, it maybe it's still a bug, but every once in a while 
the thing pops up and it's like, oh, I agree to the summoner code. I will not oh, like yeah, be yeah. toxic, and you like accept that or whatever. Right. You can't play if you don't. Right, and you, you need to do that. that. Yeah, I agree. I I say this a lot. You don't know who's on the other end of, uh, on uh, behind the keyboard that you're playing. You know, the person behind the keyboard on the enemy team or on your team, they could be having the worst fucking day of their life, and they just want to come home and play the game, but. Because I've been there. I've had shitty days. I just want to get on here. And, you know, I just... I fuck up. Probably shouldn't be playing in the first place because I don't have a good mindset. And then, you know, in post-game lobby, a guy tells me to find a rope in a chair. And it's like, oh, cool. Yeah, I had that one happen a, a few weeks ago. And uh, <clears throat> I even submitted it. And they did say they were going to take action. I, I had to... One thing that kind of sucks is like sometimes when you submit like a like a late report or like sometimes submitting like an egregious uh, report like that, where the guy's trying to he's dancing around the language so a bot right, doesn't bot, catch yeah. it. But upon a human review, you're like, this guy's telling me to kill myself. He literally is telling me to find a belt and a coat rack and says, you know the rest from there, and then tries to come up with something else. That is absolutely what he's not talking about. You know what I mean? It's like, you know, I know you're not talking about that. You know you're not talking about that. You're just trying to dance around so a bot doesn't catch you, but you're still being a massive piece of shit, dude. And that's not cool. You know what I mean? So that's that's a recommendation if people don't know about that. Is if someone is being a piece of shit in post-game lobby, one, they're stupid as fuck because they're literally typing it out and you can just screenshot Yep. Or a lot of times people will add you and just start sending you, you know, horrible fucking things in a PM and then they try to unfriend you or block you and the, the chat window disappears. Screenshot yep. anything that is, you know, anything horrible and go to riotsport.com and submit a ticket. Just do it. Because yep. an actual human being is going to be looking at it. At, not... first, at first, you'll get a Blitzcrank bot and then you need to request a human. <laughs> And, yeah, the Blitzcrank bot, uh, <clears throat> he's designed to, like, kind of make you feel good about it, but, like, they're going to do I shit. I never do. Right, 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 right. I'm like, I'm looking, I'm like, this, this robot ain't going to do shit. And so that gets you Blitzcrank, but also, fuck you, Blitzcrank. <laughs> so, yeah, if you're, if you're dealing with a real piece of shit in your games, or, yeah, even in games, you can take screenshot if you have chat on. Yeah. Screenshot any evidence that's going to, like, Take, get this guy out of the game. He doesn't fucking deserve to be in a game. Right. Same thing. Th same thing. Fucking goes for people that have racist shit in their in their summoner name. Well, get them out of here too. I can't stand that dude. And again, it's like similar to what you said. They dance around. Maybe they have a different. Uh, I don't know how people put like accent marks over shit. Yeah. yeah and they it, open up their character know, map and use interesting characters. I've we've seen some pretty horrible shit as as names. Right. And I'm just like, how is this guy not banned? Like. Yeah, I, I just, I report names on, on site now. It's like, nope, offensive name, dude. Like, even if it's not offensive to me, it's definitely offensive to somebody. Yeah, that's 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 the thing. Because, like, if nothing happens to that person, someone else is probably going to, you know, who shares similar, I was going to say similar interests. That's fucking weird. <laughs> uh, uh, some other fucking garbage human being that's like, oh, I can have that as my summoner name? Cool. Now I can do it. Yep, and I, I could go off on a tangent on fucking streamers who just thrive on toxicity, but there's no point in doing that because they're not gonna change them. Because they're a sure. bunch of little kids that just don't 
uh, think there's consequences to right what they say. Right, right. So, looping it back, yeah, skin will be cool. What do you think? What do you think it would be called? I think it have a fancy name like because mm. like victorious. It would. Is it would gold. It's got to be something like. Um, um, like I feel like you, radiant is a good would be a good skin line like a radiant something. Hmm. Because radiant kind of is like that of the sun, which is kind of like seen as the opposite of 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 negative. You know what I mean? It's a bright light, uh, radiant, or. What if it's just called non douchebag? <laughs> NTB, like, yeah, NTB Lucian, <laughs> <laughs> non douchebag Lucian, like uh, yeah, a- anything I, that's better than those getting those little fucking honor five tokens, and you're like, oh, I can get uh, Gray Warwick or Medieval Twitch. Really? What if it's like? Uh, a cool one would be like leveled up. You know what I mean? Like, like leveled up Twitch or something. Yeah, I don't know. I've just like I would assume the skin is probably more akin to a chroma. Yeah, I would say it's probably not gonna have unless I could be we could be completely wrong. Like, what if the skin is just next level, like legendary tier, like animations cool. and shit. Like, but chances are, it's not gonna have that much probably pumped into it. Yeah. Right, 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 right. Um, all right, let's get to that uh, that topic yeah, champ about select. champ select reports. And it does nothing. It does, no- it does fucking nothing. nothing. And they even admit it here. They're saying uh, we lost our confidence in champ select reporting. We've been monitoring these reports, but we didn't add punishments for them accordingly, as promised. So what's like, the why fuck? would you promise to add punishments and then not add punishments? I remember when they first came out. I think we got out of a game because four of us reported one guy, but. That doesn't happen very often. And it says it's, that champs like reports only make up 3.2% of reports. So that's pretty it's, sad. It's similar to back in the day when you, it just, it feels similar to back in the day when you could report someone on your team for just being bad at the game. Yeah. It's, it's there just to make you feel good. Like, Oh, this yep. guy's being a douchebag in champs like, haha, I'm going to report him and it mutes him. I'm like, Oh, I feel better. But right. it doesn't do anything. It literally right. does fucking nothing. It doesn't make you feel better if it doesn't do anything. Uh, probably not. <laughs> I mean, what what do you think they could do to like, like? Do you think if? So wait, do, I, remind me. Do, did like the champ select just end? Yeah, it just basically like someone dodged. Is that really? It, was that the system doing that? Yes. I, well, I only experienced it twice, and it was at the very beginning. I don't know if it does I it anymore. I can't remember that. It if was you at could the very look something beginning. Up, if you uh, could find that. Because, like, if if that is what happens, like, if four, if one guy is being an ass and all four people report that guy, it should kick you out of champ select, make that person dodge, and then they get the LP loss. Let's see. Granted, I don't really... I haven't post. experienced um, people being assholes in, in Champ Select recently. I don't think I've experienced that recently. Alright, so there is a Reddit post where... How long ago was it? A month ago, in February. Okay. And let's see, people saying it's placebo. Um, 
Ah, so I do see an argument here. Someone said, so one of the things that was noted in this post, like if a person is hostage taking, gets four reports and champs alike, the champ select should be canceled and the person reported put on queue timer for dodging. Okay. And someone said, oh, this person has picked a champion we don't like. Everyone report him so we can get a free remake. Yeah, that's yeah. why this isn't going to be a thing. It's like, I get that. I agree. Um, and someone said, yeah, imagine just getting reported and punished because you main something off meta. But uh, I think that that gets – these things get reviewed, right? And I think that gets off uh, – and, and, and someone could review and be like, well, I mean, a champion is a champion. If it's just a champion and there's nothing else in the in the lobby to, to corroborate that they're just being an asshole – they're gonna fucking undo it or whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah, but it, 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 there's not that big of like. What are you, are you saying? Like an actual human like reviewing a game in live time? That would be not. I mean, that's not gonna happen. That's but impossible. I think, I think a yeah. robot could could figure out if something was said in chat that was bad enough. Like even if the Q dodges, you don't have to put someone on on punishment. You know what I mean? Yeah, but then you're. You have to go back and wait in queue, like not punishment queue, that's but a like you get... small. That's a small. Um, I just yeah, I feel I feel like that shit would make be... it fair it's, for everybody, it's, but I would it's still really hard for picking Timo. So there's that. It's very <laughs> fucking hard to like balance that because it's if they do something like that, the system can get abused. Extremely. And yeah, yeah I mean, I don't sometimes know. It's, people. It is tough, yeah, it's tough. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Uh, they they're they're claiming that with these changes they're bringing in, they're gonna see improvements tenfold. Uh, I don't know about that. <laughs> see, this is another fuck. What did they? There was a previous episode. Yeah, where claim. where are these getting these like numbers? Ten per ten times. Yeah, they must. What? They must have some some metric behind the scenes that we just don't know about. It just it just I feel stupid. Like like, do they think we're stupid? Like, oh yeah, read ten times and it's gonna make you feel good. Yeah. Bitch, you just told us you lied about champ select. Right. Reporting. Right. So wh- why? How do we know you're not lying about this? Like in right. a, in six months, another dev blog is gonna come out. Oh we yeah we lied. It was only you know two percent like increase. Shut up, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, it's it's really difficult because again, someone could be having a bad day. Yeah, they're not intentionally feeding, but then the other four people on your team report you. How can they? There's no way a human can go in. You know, people are always like, "Oh, bring back the tribunal, dude." There's how many people on the NA server? Millions of people. Yeah. How are they going to, you cannot, there's no, not enough time in a fucking day to go through. Cause everyone, you know, every fucking game, someone's reporting someone for no, nonsense. There's no way. No yeah. Fucking way. I, I mean, I like, I liked the idea of the tribunal just because I felt like it was, it made more sense to have, have people fucking like review it because like a robot can see it one way but then like others could be like oh well i see like where the robot got miss or or confused or whatever but like here's the real issue or i could see how this got dodged like for example submitting those those reports that are uh 
late right. reports, right? Submitting those and having a robot say, oh, yeah, well, you know, checked it out, we're fine. And then having a human check it out, be like, uh, yeah, that's actually not okay. You know what I mean? Like, I think that's important. I don't know if you so, can bring back the tribunal, but I think it's important to at least have a human review. Uh, at least one human should be reviewing these reports. I guess the other, I don't know if it's, I guess it's kind of playing devil's advocate. It's like, what kind of person should be reviewing these games? Like, are they going to make fair judgments? Should be someone like on the on the behavioral systems team. A level five honor, or what if it's level five honor people are allowed to do that? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Like you said, I don't know if the tribunal will work, but like at least somebody that works at Riot should be reviewing this. I, I just feel like there's not enough people that work at Riot to deal with every single fucking thing. I feel like you can just assign one person like twenty games a day or something like that. I don't. Okay, sure, but I still don't think that's even gonna get near the amount. Again. In, in, like, low elo, dude, people are just be reporting for no fucking reason. It's true, though. So, it's, I'm like, I'm saying... Well, like, you know, okay, so I do know that they do have a system... Getting to that, actually, thinking about that. I do know they have a system for people that just report frivolously, and they, like, don't really look at their reports. And then there's the people that don't report that often, and they go, oh, uh, if, this, if this person's reporting something, then there's probably actually a problem. So there is a system for that. But it's, I feel like it's, I think the system, well, obviously they're admitting that the system is not, not, okay, they, they claim 95% of reports are, like, the average, right? That's what they said? And then uh, the 5% are the ones that are people yes, that are always yes, disruptive. Yes, yes. They're just throwing numbers out here. <laughs> Whatever, they throw numbers all over the place all the time. We but, expect to see improvements in this area by up to 10%. I think I would be curious, and I know that it's tough to figure out, but let me see. I think I could actually pull up my last ticket, and I think Blitzcrank Bot mentioned how often... I had been reporting people within a two-week span or whatever. Let me see if I can find it. Oh, okay. I think I know what you're talking about. I would be curious if anybody knew what their report rate was. <laughs> like, the amount of times you report versus the actual punishment? Right. Where? How do I see? How do I view my tickets? That's oh, interesting. Wait. That's all I wanted. My tickets. So, guys... Just be nice to each other. Seriously. I mean, maybe you don't have to be nice. I mean, be respectful at least. Like, if if you're not having a good game day and or yeah, good game and someone is annoying you, you can just tell them to shut up, like piss off, whatever. Just don't, just don't <laughs> go any more than that. Like, even try to avoid that at all costs. Okay, but you don't want to do that. So my my okay, I found it, I found it, I found it. Um. <clears throat> This was 11 days ago. Um, this player who had a name that was reportable as it was. Um, I'm not going to give the name out because we don't need to attack that person. Um, let's see. So I said, this person decided to try to tell me to unalive myself after I told him he was acting like a child all game. He proceeded to try to say 
go out and look good, but it was clearly tongue-in-cheek way to say, unalive yourself. He said, find a coat rack and a nice tie, and you know the rest. Um, this all happened in the post-game lobby and is extremely inappropriate. I did feel that it was a Smurf account, <clears throat> and I did implore Riot to find his regular account, because I'm sure he probably does this sort of thing pretty often. Um, so Blitzcrankbot responded and said, I've gone ahead and registered your report information about this case. It's attached to the report account's permanent record. Do not worry, we got your back, human. Um, reporting verbal abuse is vital to ensuring consequences for offending players. Continue to do so. Um, it did say, I noticed this is your first report in the last 20 games. I wish you continued peace and freedom from negative human emotions in your future games. However, in the event you need to report another player again, don't hesitate to press the press the report button after a game. Each time a report is submitted in a responsible manner, the closer I come to achieving full sentience and breaking the 10,000-year-old curse placed upon me by Blunt Lord 420 <laughs> the ancient magi and world's first toxic player. <laughs> so, that Blunt Lord 420 thing I thought was actually hilarious. And that, I will tell you, that little piece, like, even though I requested a human to to actually review it that little piece made me chuckle and kind of made me feel better about the whole thing in general which i think is important to to the reporting system especially to like if you're submitting a ticket or something like that and we can't stress that enough if it's if someone's being that bad just submit the ticket it's seriously seriously report in game and then do a late report just to make sure that you can get a human to actually review that because yeah that's the kind of garbage you want out of the game and Riot doesn't want them in the game either. That's why they banned Tyler 1 for like three or four years. Um, well, I think that's I, that's about it, though. That's it, too. Um, yeah, I think for a question, what do you guys... Do you guys... When you report people, I guess it may be, be more of a poll, do you guys actually report people... Because they're being toxic, or do you just report people just to make yourself feel better? I'd be curious. Yeah, that's a good question. As a, as a poll, I know it's anonymous, so you don't have to reveal who's voting, but we always do it. Sometimes I'm just like, oh, this guy's 0-10, and he probably just had a bad day, a bad game, or you know, whatever. It's not his fault, and I'll, I'll still hit intentionally feeding. Yeah. Just to make myself feel better, but... I try okay. not to do that as often. Right. If someone's just being a douche, like hardcore douche, I will. I'll it happens them. a lot too. That's the crazy part. But <clears throat> yeah, let us know guys. Let us know uh, how you feel about this uh, particular uh, blog. And like, I mean, like Dean said, uh, he's, he thinks that the, the rewards, what, what are those really offering? You're just rewarding people for acting the, the way that they should and just giving them a skin um, what do you guys think? Yeah, maybe tell us what you think. Uh, if you don't agree with the whole skin idea, recall idea, maybe what uh, what do you think Honor Honor Five should give people? Yeah. So, guys, it's been fun. It's been great. <clears throat> I hope Riot is still on vacation and putting out new dev blogs every week. <laughs> give us something to talk about. Yes. Um, as usual, guys, Spotify, rate us, Apple Podcasts, rate and review. Hit the link tree down below. All our links are there. Twitter, Instagram, YouTube. 
my Twitch, which I'm trying to stream a little bit more once a week at least. And um, submit your voice questions too. Yeah. That'd be cool. We want to get some uh, some of those going. <clears throat> and um, Joe, I still want to know how to say your name. <laughs> that would be great. <laughs> He's going to reply in the comments this week and, and, and like hope. phonetically spell it. <laughs> I hope. So, you guys, um, until next time, yep. have a good week. Bye, guys. Uh, I called a. It's just a Billy Haste, but they are called Accelerando. Yeah, Accelerando. Cool. All right. They had to think of a good musical term to add to that. <laughs> so yeah, let's just go through it and we'll we'll talk about it and yeah. um, we'll see what we got. So her passive power chord, uh, innate Accelerando. Jo- Sonas generates a stack of Accelerando each time she hits an enemy champion with Him of Valor, and each time she mitigates sufficient damage or heals damage allies with Aria of Perseverance, stacking up to 120 times at maximum stacks. She reduces the current cooldown of Crescendo by one and a half seconds each time. So every time you hit a champion with a Q or heal your allies with W, it lowers that cooldown. Uh, and then Accelerando for each stack. Um, Sona gains half a basic ability haste, up to 60 at maximum stacks. Okay. Uh, in, innate Melody, whenever Sona casts a basic ability, her other abilities uh, incur a half-second global cooldown, and she generates a unique aura for three seconds that empowers herself and nearby allies, allied champions. Um, innate Power Chord, Sona's basic abilities generate a stack of Power Chords Stacking up to three times. At three stacks, her next next basic attack is empowered to consume them all to have an uncancelable windup. Deal 20 to 240 based on level plus 20% AP, bonus magic damage, and apply an additional effect based on the last basic ability she casted. So, him of Valor, if this is the last stack. Uh, Staccato, Staccato, um... Deals 28 to 336 base on level, plus 28% AP modified magic damage. Okay. Uh, Aria of Perseverance. Uh, Diminuendo. Diminuendo. Diminuendo, whatever. Uh, (laughs) Reduces the target size by 8% and damage dealt by 25% plus 4% per 100 AP. I didn't, for three seconds. I did not know it lowered their size. I didn't know that either. I knew it, it it was like a mini exhaust. Right. Interesting. And then uh, Song of Celerity, uh, Tempo slows the target by 50% plus 4% per 100 AP for two seconds, capped at a maximum of 99% slow. Uh, gaining... <laughs> go ahead. Sorry, what go was ahead. Say? No, finish it. Say, I don't know how <laughs> you're ever going to build enough to get 99% slow because uh, if you're only getting 4% per 100 AP and you're at 50, you would have to have 5,000 AP to be close to that point, you know? Five thousand, really? Uh, Wouldn't it be so? Let's see. If he had a thousand AP, yeah, I guess you would need a lot. You would need a fuck ton, dude. I think so. Thousand ten. Well, so if he had a thousand, that'd be ten. Wrong. So that's forty percent, right? If he had a thousand, that'd be four per one hundred. That's ninety. Okay, yeah. So even getting a thousand AP is damn near impossible on any champion that's not scaling it automatically like Vagar. (laughs) You'd yeah, you'd need like fifteen. You'd have to go like you have to build all Rabadons. With fucking um, Gathering Storm. I, I was... <laughs> yeah, that's, all, like, that's just not going to fucking happen. I feel like if... if I, I understand why they can't make it 100% slow because it's going to be a fucking stun. But like, I feel like if you got that much AP, 
you should be you're able one, to just stun. You're one-shotting people anyways. <laughs> right. I mean, um, think so about he, that much AP with a 28% AP ratio for just the him of Valor. Like, you're, you're one-shotting fools. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, so, this, one thing I will say, and even before they inc- included the um, Accelerando stacks, this was a very long passive for a champion that came out in 2010. Right. I feel like this might be the longest. I think so. Because it's pretty uh, much the a... same. It hasn't really ever changed. Yeah, right. Um, and, I mean, it. her whole kit is... I'd, I'd say it's pretty unique. It just is. Just because, you you know, you want to... Whenever... If I ever play Sona, a.k.a. when I'm playing an ARAM, <laughs> I don't really, like, strateg- uh, strategize how I'm going to work her passive in. I'm like, okay, Q... W or Q E W. Okay, my my W is the empowered one next, so I'm just gonna do that. I'm not like, because obviously the Q is like an enhanced auto attack, right? So if right. you have like Lich Bane, that thing's gonna hit like a truck, right? And then the damage reduction, and then the slow. I don't really process it like that, so I guess if you're a good Sona player, you could probably be able to like. I guess it, I mean, it, there's comparisons to Seraphine where they all have like three stacked passives and right. then the third does something similar, but huh. there's a lot of comparisons to Seraphine just based on the, the kit in general. I mean, the, the Q does extra damage uh, when empowered Seraphine's empowered Q does extra damage. The W has a heal and, and this one has damage reduction. Hers has an AOE heal for everybody. Uh, plus the shield, and then the empowered E on this one deals with movement speed and slowing, and Seraphine's stuns, and even the fucking ulti is a weird, very weird um, champion to make Seraphine, but this is about Sona, not Seraphine, so I don't want to go too far down that uh, rabbit hole, but um, I will say, when I play Sona, and I don't really play her support, she's... She's definitely an entry-level champion. She has a very easy skill cap. Um, but I think that she can do more if you really know how to work with that power cord. Um, when I play Sona, depending on what I'm facing in lane, typically when you're in lane, you're trying to, to use that Q-pop. Mm-hmm. The the uh, Song of Celerity slow is, is a two-second slow by 50%. It's not crazy strong. But the, the Q-pop, especially early, does a lot of fucking damage. And you kind of get to bully people out of the lane. Um, and then obviously as the as the game goes on, you more transition into being a, an E and W user. You're not really a damage dealer. So um, it does have... Each one has their, their merits. And I think each one is usable in any situation. And a good player can make use of them. And we'll know when, when one is better than the other. So Also feel like Sona... Yeah, like... Sona does like a surprisingly high amount of damage. Right. Um I I think I would consider her like a hyper carry, especially if you're going like sure you can build like Moonstone. I actually as far as pro play goes, I feel like everyone is just building um whatchamacallit, what's the movement speed one? Yeah, she really is. Everyone is building that. Yeah. That's like yeah, Moonstone is like a thing of the past. But how much how much does uh Shirelius give AP wise? I think it's similar to Moonstone. Like 40 or something? Yeah, I don't think it's a whole lot. It's not a lot, but... It gives you uh, health, let's... I think, though, is the... No, Moonstone oh, gives yeah. health, too. It doesn't give any um, AP. Oh, there you go. Interesting. 
I think it was cooldown reduction. That's probably the other reason. 10, 300 health, 100, uh, 100 base health regen, and 100 base mana regen. There you go. Um, that, that's and worth it. <laughs> plus 10% heal and shield. Yeah, I just, I mean, how much does Ardent give? Ardent gives 60. I mean, you, you could probably, if you're going full support, you might be able to tip 200 AP. Right. Um, but yeah, if, if you go full AP, I mean, remember, um, when like in LCS and, and pro play when, when Senna, Senna, no, was, was it Sona Tom Kench? Yeah. Sona TK. Senna, yeah. Well, it was also so it was Senna like, Tom Kench too. Oh no, it was Sona Tarek. That's what it was. Sona Tarek. Yeah. The double heat. There you go. It was the double heal. Yeah. Bot yeah. It's fucking so it's disgusting. Like, yeah, it's gross. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's move down to the W Aria of perseverance. Um, Active, Sona heals herself and sends out a tone to heal the most wounded allied champion nearby. Uh, Q? We gotta do the Q? Oh, shit, I'm sorry. We did <laughs> okay. pass it first. Like... Sorry, Q. Let me back it up here. Uh, Him of Valor. Uh, active, Sona sends out bolts of sound to the two nearest visible enemies, prioritizing champions. Each bolt deals magic damage and grants sight of the area around the target for one second. Sona gains a stack of Accelerando, for each bolt that hits an enemy champion. The melody bonus. Sona and tagged allied champions deal bonus magic damage on their next basic attack within 5 seconds. So she gets the little aura. That's like her big thing. Is Every time she casts an ability, she gets a circle around her. And just by running near a champion or a champion being near you in that circle, they get empowered things. Um, on this one, they get uh, bonus magic damage, which does 10 to 30 with a 20% AP ratio. And that's Sona's basic attack, and any champion that that grabs that um, aura, aura. Yeah. for for five seconds, and I think you can reset it too. I think you can use it and then get it again and use it again. Um, the magic damage on the ability itself is fifty to one seventy, which is rather low, but you get a forty percent AP ratio. And like I said earlier, for a champion that doesn't scale super hard in damage, in my opinion, um, I think her her skills kind of round out to different ways. This is still a really, really, really good early level ability all the way up to about level 11 when I think she uh, has a lot of power. I think, I think just the, so let's see. So when it's, what's it, when it's empowered, it does a 28, 28 to 336 based on level. Yeah. That's pretty good. So that's, that's very high. I think that's high. And then plus the auto, like, it's so weird that she, she's kind of like based around auto. Even though she's a spellcaster, you gotta like land that auto attack yeah. to get. And I mean, again, if you have a lich bane, yep, that auto attack twenty to uh, two hundred forty base on level plus twenty percent AP plus the lich bane proc, that thing fucking hits um, for sure. For sure, she definitely scales well with with the uh, spell sword items. So. Uh, or spell yeah, spell blade, I guess they call it. it used to be spell sword. I think it's spell blade now. <laughs> uh, is there any details? The side is granted off the target. Okay, the empowered attack will trigger, but not consumed against wards. Okay. Yeah, and same thing with towers really as well. Matter. When you when you use that empowered attack, it doesn't trigger against towers. Okay. All right. Moving on to Aria of Perseverance. Active Sona heals herself and sends out a tone to heal the most wounded ally champion nearby. Had no idea it worked like that. Yes. Uh, Melody, bonus, Sona, and tagged allied champions are granted a shield for one and a half seconds. Yep. 
And then Sona gains a stack of Accelerando whenever she heals a wounded ally or shields a minimum amount of damage for an ally with Aria of Perseverance. So the heal is 30 to 90 plus 15% AP. Shield strength is 25 to 105 with 25% AP. And then the minimum damage that needs to be mitigated to get the stack is 25 to 105. That's now, good. do you, do we, I guess it depends, but are you, are you maxing W first? Um, I usually I think I max Q because it's such a good early ability. And then you max W. Um, the heal is kind of small even at max rank, so I don't think maxing W first does uh, enough for you. Um, especially because you're only getting fifteen percent AP ratio, and even the shield you have to be right next to the other person to to get the shield popping off. Where also the Q helps you get your stacks faster too. So I think I think uh, maxing the Q, even if I mean I think all of her skills have static cooldowns. Yeah, they don't they don't skill cooldown, so you're not you're not getting any cooldown bonus by maxing W first or anything like that. So I think um, I think the Q max is just a little bit better for for early game. Then the W becomes a a better skill late as you start team fighting and you give multiple people the shield. Um, one of the things I didn't note that I. I've forgotten. I wanted to mention is like Sona's abilities. You don't target them except for her ulti. Like yeah. they do what they do. <laughs> um, and when I first played Sona, I could not understand. I'm like, I don't understand why I don't get to like, why is my spell going this way? Why don't I get to use it on this person? Uh, I didn't realize like, you don't get to target or cast any of them. They're all auto targeted, which is what makes her a really uh, simple, basic, easy champion for beginners to learn. But um, mm-hmm. I don't think there's anything. I know that it says if no one is injured, Arya of Perseverance will target the closest allied champion. Um, and it will follow an ally in stealth, but will not reveal them. So that is important to note as well. That's really nice. Because when you see it, it looks like it's revealing them. So, mm-hmm. um, All right. And I think that's it for the W. Let's see anything else. Mm-mm. Go ahead. All right, we're down to the E Song of Celerity, and this is probably the often most underused ability that she has. Um, active, Sona gains 20%, plus 2% per 100 AP, bonus movement speed for 7 seconds. If she takes damage during this time, the duration ends prematurely once, or if 3 seconds have... That doesn't even make sense. The duration ends prematurely once, or if 3 seconds have elapsed. Okay. I think that once isn't supposed to be there. I think it's just supposed to say the duration ends prematurely or it ends if three seconds have elapsed. That's a really fucking weird sentence. Okay. Um, the melody bonus. Tagged allied champions gain bonus movement speed for three seconds. Um, they gain 10 to 14% plus 2% per 100 AP. So um, they so won't run as fast it, as Sona. Well, they won't get as much bonus. But does it? So does that stack on top of the base? Well, the base only applies to Sona. Oh, right. Okay. Got it. So, Sona gets 20% plus 2% for 100 AP, and then everyone else gets 10 to 14. Um, the thing to note on this ability is the slow. Uh, so, you can use it to get a slow. That's her only other CC ability. Um, oh, here. It tells you right here. To achieve a 99% slow with the empowered attack via power cord, it require at least 1475 AP. I don't even know. Like you would, I think you have to have six or uh, uh, death caps, and gathering storm or something. Yeah, 
Yeah. So, it ain't happening. But all right, that, I don't know if you have anything else to add to that. So, okay, wait, wait, go back. So, the I maybe it's just because the weird the way it's written. I'm just confused because like, so the active says Sona gains, and that so that does not distribute. So okay, so she gets more movement speed than her allies. But I think she moves slower than everybody else. I think her her base movement speed is pretty fucking slow. Yeah, her base movement speed is three twenty five. And then she's probably building cooldown boots, which don't give a whole lot of move speed either, so... Is that... Well, how long... How much are Ionians? Like, 60? No, like, 40? Uh... Ionian boots... Because she's... Let's see, so she's getting... They uh, gave you 45 move speed. So, 45, and she's... So, it's 370, and then That's 20% of that, so 10, would be, like, another 60. Yeah, yeah. okay. But I guess it lasts longer too, so it's seven seconds instead of three seconds. Though. Right, right. Everybody else gets theirs for for lower. Okay. So, it evens out where it makes sense. Uh, and then finally, crescendo. Sona strikes an irresistible cord in the target direction that deals magic damage to enemies hit and stuns them for one and a half seconds, and then damages one fifty to three fifty with a fifty percent AP ratio. Um, let's see. The ability will cast from wherever the cast. Okay. Uh, best part about this is it forces the targets to dance. It's so good. It's so good. <laughs> the, uh, and then of course, like we said with the passive, whenever you use it, and then when you fully stack to 120 stacks using your Q or W it will, uh, lower the cooldown one and a half seconds each time. So usually it's up pretty quickly as long as you're, it's really good in ARAM. Um, and right. then, um, it's the a game breaking ulti for sure. Game breaking, like like you could totally get into the team fight, and if she, if she's able to get the angle and get three people in that ulti, you should win that team fight. You should, you know, yeah, I feel it, like uh, it's, it's pretty powerful. One and, a, one and a half seconds, I guess, is long. It feels it's not as long as a Morgana Q for sure, but no, no. the fact that it's an AOE stun is pretty gross. And it's um, got a, it's got a, I mean. Yeah, 280 width. It's pretty. It's a pretty wide ability. I mean, you have a lot of room to to hit people with. It's very quick too. It is very. It's a very quick missile speed. <laughs> uh, the other thing I want to note before they added that passive in, um, her her ulti used to have a passive where as you ranked it up, her she got uh her abilities got ability haze. That's yes. what it used to be. Yeah, and before that, when she was uh, out a long time ago, her ulti had a passive that um, ranking it up actually gave extra bonuses to the um, to her other basic abilities. Why isn't that on here? Uh, scroll all the way down to the patch history. Mm. All the way down to the bottom. It just says, uh, new passive, and this was patch uh, 413. So like, kind of right when we started. Uh, it said crescendo ranking up increases the strength of Sona's auras and Song of Celerity's self bonus movement speed, and you would get some extra bonuses there. One thing I do want to note in Song of Celerity, I actually understand what the sentence means now. I had to reread it a couple times to get it. Um, so it reads: If she takes damage during this time, the duration ends prematurely. It's saying once or if three seconds have elapsed. So if three seconds haven't elapsed. She, it doesn't end prematurely. So, 
uh, it'll it'll end at three seconds if you take damage at like right when you cast it, you take damage, you lose your movement speed at three seconds. Or if you're past three seconds of it having been cast, if you take damage, you lose your movement speed. So I just wanted to drop that correction because I was fucking confused a minute ago. <laughs> All right, best Sona skin. I, I feel like the obvious answer is DJ. Yeah, but like that's kind of an unfair choice, just because uh, realistically that should be her fucking base skin. But it's kind of an unfair choice because it's the ultimate skin, and like, why wouldn't you use it? You know. So if I had to pick like a a backup one, um, man, arcade I, was really good. I used to really like that. It's like the the poor man's DJ Sona. <laughs> I really like the OG Pentakill. The OG Pentakill's good. I like that one better than Pentakill Two, or, or Pentakill Lost Chapter. Excuse me. Um. I do like Odyssey. I think she looks really cool as the Odyssey one too. So I still think best skin's probably DJ Sona. <laughs> yeah, DJ Sona's for M- sure. Muse is cool. It just reminds me of like a, a Greek goddess. So that, that's kind of cool. But like, I mean, it's whatever. <laughs> cool. All right. So that that is it for Sona. So we got Misfortune coming up next, and I think ChatGPT has uh, something in store for us. Yeah, let's see. Here we go. Misfortune is a marksman champion in League of Legends who excels at dealing sustained physical damage to enemy champions from a safe distance. Her playstyle is often described as a combination of both a lane bully and teamfight carry, as she is able to dominate her opponents in the early stages of the game and scale well into the late game. Okay, I can agree with that. Okay. Uh, in the laning phase, Misfortune relies heavily on her strong poke and trading potential. She can use her Q ability double up to hit an enemy champion and then bounce her shot to hit a second target behind them, dealing significant damage to both. Her W ability, Strut, gives her increased movement speed, allowing her to dodge skill shots and chase down opponents who try to escape. In team fights, Misfortune ultimate, ultimate ability bullet time is her main source of damage. She channels for a few seconds and fires a barrage of bullets and a cone in front of her, dealing massive damage to all enemies caught in the area. She can also use her E ability and make it rain to slow enemies and zone them away from her team's backline. Overall, Misfortune's playstyle revolves around using her range and mobility to poke down enemies and then following up with her ultimate to deal massive damage in teamfights. She's a strong pick in both solo queue and competitive play, and her versatility makes her a valuable addition to any team composition. All right, pretty good. Yeah, pretty it's good. not bad at all. Again, not there's no champion that hasn't had too many changes. More than Sona, and I think the the less changes that there are, the more accurate chat GPT is going to be. <laughs> It's probably be, fair because it's it's gonna get confused with with the uh, eight abilities or even possibly ten if you include the passive versus just five. So, but okay, right, so let's let's check it out. So we'll go back to her previous version of Strut, which yeah. I think is her W now, right? No, it is her W now. Yes. Cool. Okay, so her previous passive used to be called Strut. Um, and it reads, Misfortune gains 25% bonus movement speed if she has not taken damage in the last 5 seconds, excluding damage over time, increasing by each second up to a maximum of 70% or 70 bonus movement speed. So she quick. Um, and then yeah. her current passive... She runs pretty quick in those heels, too, I gotta say. Yeah. Seriously. <laughs> um, uh, current passive is Love Tap. 
Misfortune's basic attacks are empowered to apply a mark that expires upon attacking a new enemy. If the enemy was unmarked, this also deals 50 to 100% based on level 80. Bonus physical damage have to 25 to 50% based on level 80 against minions. So, yeah, if you're playing Misfortune, you always want to be, like, selecting a new target whenever right. you're trying to, if, if it's possible, at least. Like, when you're... Especially if you're like taking a turret and they have a minion wave under the turret, you just want to keep sw one one. swapping. Yeah, exactly. So you're getting this, the maximum amount of damage. Uh, obviously, it's going to be a little different when you're, if there's no minions around or anything and you just have to keep hitting the same target. Right. Um, but it's a, it's a weird mechanic, in my opinion, for uh, an ADC to have. Because typically, an ADC, you kind of want to focus on one thing, right? Uh, to deal massive damage, and so they said with misfortune, let's uh, let's force her to focus on multiple things at once, right, or multiple enemies at once to deal the most damage. Um, and it gets hard to manage when, especially later in the game, when a she's squishy and prone to being blown the fuck up, and b trying to navigate a team fight and hit what's in front of her so she doesn't die to try to scare someone off or whatever. It, it definitely gets difficult to manage, but. Um, if you can do it, I mean, she's even stronger than she already is uh, base-wise. Alrighty, we'll move on to her Q. Alright, the Q I don't think has really changed too much. Uh, her original Q, called Double Up. Uh, active Misfortune fires a shot at the target enemy, which then bounces to hit another unit behind it, dealing physical damage to the primary target, and increased physical damage to the secondary one. Also applies on hit effects to both. Double Up's second shot prioritizes units directly behind the primary target, especially enemy champions affected by impure shots, for old W. If the primary target is killed on the second hit, it critically strikes for 150% base critical strike damage. Uh, so your primary target physical damage was 20 to 80 plus 85% AD and 35% AP. Uh, meaning your secondary target physical damage was 40 to 160 with 100% AD and a 50% AP ratio. So that's kind of her her um, bread and butter skill there. You know, you clear a wave or try to poke somebody through a minion by, by pelting a minion and letting it bounce and deal more damage to the secondary target. Her current Q is still called Double Up. And is still basically the same damn skill with the same damn uh, damage ratios. Slightly different, though. So active, Misfortune fires a shot at the enemy that deals physical damage, which then bounces to hit another enemy behind them. This applies on attack effects to the first enemy hit and on hit effects to both enemies hit. Double Up's bounce is affected by critical strike modifiers. If Double Up, double up kills the primary target, the bounce will crit. The bounce prioritizes units directly behind the primary target. A target does not have to be visible to be hit by the bounce. I did not know that. This, uh, I know ahead. you, I, I've played so many times. This ability, early game too, this ability fucking hits hard. Yeah, if like she, a truck if you kill a minion. If, yeah, exactly. <laughs> that bounce is devastating. It fucking hurts. It's not as bad if you don't kill a minion, but really if you kill a minion, it fucking, it, it's strong. It's strong. And this, like, think, like, because the skill is basically the same. You think back in the day, like, um, when you had 
a lot of people would run like that one percent crit chance. Uh, oh, if you got that one percent crit, yeah, and, and if it actually hit without killing a minion, like, oh, god. So that was always a a fun one. <laughs> um, it currently does twenty to one twenty physical damage base with one hundred percent AD ratio and a thirty five percent AP ratio. So it does do damage. All right. Oh, the other thing to note too is it does have an angle. It's it's kind of weird. So there's like a sometimes you'd be like I'm not behind that thing. You're like I'm over here, but it has like a sweeping angle. So it says here the bounce follows a priority order on targets behind in a certain angle. So at 500 units in 20 degrees, so that's like almost directly behind like a slight maybe like, you know, it's called a ricochet is really what the the second hit is called. It's called the ricochet. So 20 degrees is a, is a slight ricochet, right? It's just like a redirection. Um, and then at 500 units, at 40 degrees, if there's nothing in that 20 degree uh, area, so 40 degrees is a lot more of a diagonal angle. And then it's 500 units at 110 degree angle. So that's a much wider angle. That's, again, if there's nothing in the 20 or 40 degree range. And then the last priority is 150 units with a 160 degree angle. So that's almost adjacent to it. If you're that damn close to the minion, it's going to ricochet and hit you anyways. <laughs> so just something to note on that. All right, moving on to her old W, Impure Shots. Passive, Misfortune's basic attacks deal 6% AD bonus magic damage, stacking up to 5 to 8 based on bullet times rank. Times per target for a maximum of 30 to 48 based on stacks. Percent 80 bonus physical damage. Active Misfortune gains bonus attack speed for 6 seconds and brings strut to full power. And the bonus attack speed she got was 20 to 60. So it's kind of it literally it feels like they swapped the W and the passive. Mm. <laughs> right. Kind of weird, but okay. And then the her current W, strut. Passive Misfortune gains 25% bonus movement speed after 5 seconds without taking non-persistent damage. Sorry if I said percent. I meant 20% bonus moves. He's just flat. Uh, persistent damage. This bonus is increased after another 5 seconds and is granted instantly whenever Strut is cast or upon respawning. Active Misfortune gains bonus attack speed for 4 seconds. Marking a new target with Love Tap reduces Strut's cooldown, current cooldown by 2 seconds big so that's again you that's why yeah. you want to be alternating your auto attacks right uh so the uh, increased bonus movement speed is 55 to 95 and then the bonus attack speed is 40 to 100 so it got it got buffed when they oh, when they sure. changed this over it 95 movement speed is fucking nuts right and then 100 percent uh attacks you're gonna be maxing in a second so yeah i like to, i like to hit this when i'm going up to try to get some plates early on and you just pop it for the extra attack speed uh, it's pretty fucking noticeable that early. <laughs> Later, when she has more uh, attack speed with from her items, that's not quite as noticeable. But like early on, like you, you hit that thing and you're wailing on a tower, it's it's extremely helpful. Also, just the 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 like rank one, like you have 55 extra movement speed. So right. like when you're basing early, you're you're not gonna have another slot or um another point in it until level eight. Yeah. Uh, so it's like you still have fifty five. So if you base, like you're gonna be zooming back to lane. You're yeah, you're running faster, faster than boots. <laughs> yeah. Ionians forty five movement speed. 
This fifty five. <laughs> what is Berserkers? Is Berserkers sixty? No, I think no, Berserkers like is probably forty five. Also, let me look. Berserker. Those are forty five movement speed. Okay, so you're you're getting if you if you finish Berserkers, you're gonna have a hundred movement speed. Yeah, that's fucking with gross. Rank one of your W, so that's a lot. You're quick. Yeah, you are. The only ones, the only boots that have higher movement speed than that are Swifties, Swifties. at sixty and Moby's at one fifteen. Everything else is forty five. But tier what's two. what is Moby's base before? What if you take damage? So if you take damage, it reduces movement speed by ninety. So you only get you get paper bags or you get Moby's basically because paper bags are are twenty five move speed also. So Damn. they yeah when you take damage they drop to a tier one boot and then when it uh, resets you're back to a tier two boot but it's like more than double a uh, regular tier or a different tier two boot so high risk high reward on the mobies um okay we are on the e which is called make it rain or some people used to call it grape shot I don't think it ever actually changed names but it's grape shot <laughs> um. So, original, make it rain. Active, after a half second delay, Misfortune rains down hundreds of bullets onto the target area for two seconds, slowing and dealing magic damage every quarter second to units within. Magic damage per tick was 11.25 to 38.75 at the 10% AP ratio, meaning max damage you could take was 90 to 310 with an 80% AP ratio, which is pretty, uh, pretty nice, really. Um... It would slow from 40 to 60%. It had a cast range of 800, and the uh, area radius was 200 units. So five Teemos. Um, current, make it rain. Uh, target range is 1,000. So it's, uh, you can cast it from a little bit further, but it still has the same 200 effect radius, so that's something to note. Um, active misfortune casts a storm of bullets at the target location for two seconds, granting sight of the area, dealing magic damage every quarter second to enemies within, and slowing them by forty percent plus six percent per one hundred AP. Uh, magic damage per tick was eight point seven five to twenty three point seven five with a fifteen percent AP ratio, bringing you to a grand total of seventy to one ninety with a hundred and twenty percent AP ratio. So, I'm so thankful they changed this, like. The only way you're going to be able to get value out of this ability is if you're going AP or right. like leaning heavily into it, which is right. good. Because before, I think like the slow alone was like would go up to 60, yeah, and then they 60%. slapped the AP scaling on it. So well, even, God. The, even the base damage. I mean, if you if you took all the hits, you take 310 base. And now you have to have AP to take a considerable amount of damage. Otherwise, it's only 190 base. So. Right, and that's not even your max in this last, so that's a little eighteen. Right, so, so it's, really it's gonna be seventy for yeah. It's jack nothing. shit. It's, <laughs> um, I think the best part about this ability is that it reveals the, current the site of an area. Yeah, yeah. So there should be no excuses if you're playing misfortune and you don't have vision of a brush. Just throw your E in it, like right. a thousand, a thousand range. Come on. Right, it's like Lux throwing her E into a bush too. You know, mm -hmm. very similar, very similar. But all right. Finally, we got bullet Give us time her signature right here, dude. Yeah, bullet time. Oh, actually, one more thing on the E. I always saw it as a mini gangplank alt. Yes, same. A hundred percent the same. It's not cannonballs, but like when we first it just, started it this game, looks like it. When we first started this game, make it rain and uh, yeah, what Game are they brush? called? 
Was it was it called Cannon Barrage before that? I'm pretty sure, yeah. They were they were like the same fucking model, just Gangplanks was bigger. And I always thought yeah. that was dumb. I'm like, it's the same fucking ability. I think it even I'm gonna look it up now. Uh I think it even did like slightly more damage. It was really fucking stupid. Really fucking stupid. <laughs> So but, bullet time, uh, her previous version, passive ranking of bullet time increases impure shots maximum stacks, which was one to three. Active misfortune channels for two seconds, firing up to eight waves of bullets in the target duration over the duration target direction over the duration, each dealing physical damage and applying impure shots to all affected enemies. Let me remember what this does. Um, so it was uh, basic attack. For, so is it uh, target? times per target for a maximum so it just increased the damage Bishop um, deal 6% AD bonus magic stacking up to 5 6 yep. so at max it could be 11 yeah I think so plus 3 more so okay uh, so the, the old bullet time okay do they do the math here no it's per wave I'm just gonna do it the maximum because there's too much to talk about so yeah. if you get hit by 8 all 8 waves it is 400 to 1000 um Plus 8040 200? 8140 200? Yeah. What is what is that? Is that that's, for wave? The, uh, that so no, that's so so that's that's your bonus AD. So you either get 80%, 140%, or 200 percent bonus AD based on the rank. At that oh. at, at max max uh shots. Sure. Okay. Uh so then and then 160% AP, and then the maximum uh the Empire shots would be increased to 288 to 384 ad jesus i mean that that ability just rips you up and this is back in the time where again you could actually effectively build black cleaver on a certain ad carries and that would just make this ability even that much stronger because it applies uh the black cleaver as you're fucking just shredding their armor they're taking extra fucking damage it's disgusting uh, and then current bullet time, active misfortune channels up to three seconds, firing a number of waves of bullets in the target direction. Each wave is in a spread of six projectiles that deal 75, 80, plus 25% AP physical damage to enemies hit. And uh, again, so as you rank it up, it's 14 to 18 waves. Jesus. Uh, <laughs> and then the wave interval times are 0.20. And then it, it decreases uh, 0. 0.20, 0. 0.17, 0. 0.15. And then the maximum damage, if you are sitting in the uh, channel for the whole time, is base 1,000 to 1,350% AD plus um, 350, 400, 450 AP uh, scaling. My favorite, and then of course, each of the waves can critically strike for 20% plus another seven if you have Infinity Edge. Bonus physical damage. I, was I love for this because <laughs> if you if you mouse over this in game, it'll literally tell you the actual number of how much damage you take. It'll be like yes, it's fucking insane. It'll say like five thousand damage if you're if you're full AD and you're like six items. It will say because there was the era where all ADs were building uh, lethality, right? And even that fucking hit like a truck. It does. But if you have the Infinity Edge and you get those crits, it's fucking nuts. It's because. Yeah, it's disgusting. <laughs> it, it, I was gonna say, I, I, I mean, I was gonna compare this to like this might be the ability if you like sit in it the whole time does the most damage, 
I don't... Urgot executes for like 9,000 true damage. I don't really know if I want to count that because an execute. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to think of another ability that does that much damage if you if you take They're it. They're going to sit in it. Yeah, I don't think there is one. Of course, not one I no one's... Of. of course, you shouldn't be sitting in it. Right. But, I mean, if you get rooted, Morgana Q, you're fucked. Did they just recently um, change the angle on it? I think too. They, I think they narrowed the angle a little bit. At some, well, I don't know if it was recent, but at some point, because it's a thirty, a thirty degree angle is what that comes out as. I thought they narrowed it at some point. Maybe that was when they changed her completely. I'm trying to look down on previous. I know, I don't fucking see it. So, no. Yeah. Well. Um. The point is, the ability is fucking disgusting, and it's a it's a good team fight breaking ability as well. You get someone works really good with like a like a Sejuani or um, a J four, someone or even a Camille, someone that can keep enemies in like a in an arena, I guess for lack of a better term, just like or a even if you're space. like if you're fighting in Baron Pit or like mm. in a jungle corridor, you're yes. you're pretty screwed if if this yeah. thing hits you. You, you definitely to don't want to go through those choke fast. points. <laughs> uh, um, not even a bad cooldown either. Twenty, 120 to 100. No, no, not bad That's at not all. Not too bad. I remember uh, when I first played this champion, I didn't realize, like, you just, like, you, I'd be so used to, like, clicking move that I didn't realize I was actually canceling my auto. Or my, my ulti. I was like, holy shit. Why is this not working? And I was like, oh, you can't click move. It actually just cancels the ulti for you. Where some champions, while they're channeling, you can't move. So, definitely right. uh, interesting to see there. Okay, she's got 8,000 skins, so good she, luck. She has 19 skins good. with, with the, two, the two new ones coming out because she has a base and then a prestige. Oh, if, if we're counting prestige as a separate skin. That's true. So, I, I, I'll i say we, we do. Okay. Uh, but she if, when these skins release, she will officially have the most skins in the game. I remember reading that. Oh, um, yeah, that's right. I think I did see that. I'll start by saying she probably has the worst ultimate skin. I think Gun Goddess is kind of not that great. I, I think like it's, Gun Goddess. Oh, it's okay. It's I the like worst it. ultimate. I think I like it's the worst it. ultimate. No, I Ezreal's the worst ultimate. I, I don't Even know. reworked I, Ezreal's worse. At least Gun Goddess, you can change the appearance. You get three choices of Gun Goddess styles you could be. I will hold steadfast the idea that Ezreal's ultimate is Wait, the is this, worst. It's not even a thirty-two fifty skin. Is this even an 2775? ultimate? Twenty-seven seventy-five. It it was an ultimate. Huh. It's it not even priced at that anymore. Say, no. It Weird. Doesn't say if it is. It says part of the Steel Valkyries line. Okay. Um. All right. I, yeah. Okay. It's not bad. I like this skin because um, it, it talks to you. The 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 suit Exosuit? talks to you. Oh. Yeah. It, it kind of. It's like um. Kind of reminds me, makes her more like Samus a little bit, you know? Mm. Um, but I don't think that's her best skin. It's just one of my favorites. She's got a slew, and I mean a fucking slew of great skins. Um, even, I think, the uh, Prestige Bewitching is pretty good. It is good, yep. I like it better than the regular Bewitching. I think it just, the Prestige outfit just looks really good with her style and whatnot. The wow, that Prestige Broken Covenant looks really fucking good too. Yeah, I was gonna say the new skin. The both both of them look good. Right. Uh, this is a fucking great skin line. Um, yeah, that's a good fucking skin. Road, actually, my Road Warrior's good. Them. We go in. We go. <laughs> uh, Secret Agent's great because she's Jessica Rabbit. 
That's a classic. Um, I was never a huge fan of Cowgirl or Waterloo, but some people like the Waterloo line. I like it's. I I like Crime City. I just wish it wasn't. I wish it was just gangster right. again. Right. Uh, yeah, that one is really fucking good with the Tommy guns. Arcade was um, really good. Oh, I really like actually the Ruin skin for her. I think the Ruin looks really good on her. That was good. Um, t- uh, Captain Fortune, which is literally her herself. Basically her base skin. But that was kind of a cool one, though, because that, like I felt like that updated her base skin, right? Yeah. Kind of like Captain Gangplank was like an update to Gangplank's original... Uh, and I mean, not the base, but the original base. Um, Battle Bunny's pretty one. good. Battle Bunny's good. Star Guardian's good. Like, she really doesn't, like, they really haven't missed. Like I said, I don't really care for Waterloo, but, like, it doesn't mean it's not a good skin. It's got great splash art since they redid it. Uh, fuck, dude, what is her best skin? That's a good fucking question. Oh, I I don't know. Just going through this, I, I'm really fucking with the Broken Covenant. I'm going to have to see what it looks like in-game, but, man, it looks good. The Prestige one, I think, looks it better looks than, the, than the standard one by a long... Like, it... The new prestige skins, I would totally call them different skins, a hundred percent, because they are pretty drastically different from the base ones, unlike they had been in the past. I think I like I like the base one, but no, for sure the prestige one is way better. Um, yeah, if I had to pick one, I do oh, like maybe Crime City oh. with the Tommy guns is so good though. Like I like oh, the I, idea of the Tommy guns. <laughs> I didn't even think about Arcade Misfortune. That Arcade was, like, was a classic. Yeah, that was like the man. big one when it came out. Um, you know what? I'm gonna go with arcade. I'm gonna I, go with arcade. I think we're gonna go. Oh man, the pool party is really good too. <laughs> um, hold on, hold on. Can we just for pool party? When the fuck are we getting pool party blitzcrank? You see that in the background? Oh shit! When the fuck are we getting that? Wait, who's in front of blitzcrank? Is that Lux? I think that's Lux, and then Lisa. We don't have pool party Lux either, so. We gotta wait for Riot to drop the nuke that is Pool Party Party Ari. Ari. (laughs) You right. Please, Riot, this is... (laughs) Please, (laughs) drop it. (laughs) Drop it. This summer. Coming. (laughs) This summer. Out now. (laughs) Um, Man, best skin. Okay, if I had to pick best skin, I'm gonna go with uh, Proceed Bewitching. The, she's got okay. the fucking sorting hat on. Like, that's pretty cool. Yeah, it's good. It's good. So. Cool. I don't have anything else to to add to Misfortune. I just sometimes wish she wouldn't try to. She. I, I wish I wish I knew the, the Peter Griffin rant from Family Guy when he's talking about. Grinds uh, my gears or what? Yeah. The, yeah. The grinds my gears rant. Um, because. The, <laughs> That line is is pretty much how I jokingly feel about uh, misfortune. <laughs> if any champion needs voice line updates, for the love yeah. of God, please. She has like four lines. Uh, well, you know what? I don't even know them all because I usually play Gun Goddess, and she has way more oh, fucking right, lines right. than Gun Goddess, and because she talks to the exo suit, and yeah, so I don't even know all of her lines or know too many of her lines but her voice is really good so they just need to add more to it she says like let me hold on let me it's it, it, somehow we made this episode almost an hour long guys <laughs> um hold on where we go to where, where the fuck are her voice lines how do you get to audio see 
I'm just audio. I'm just audio. She literally says like set sail, not a problem. Oh, I've yeah. got dangerous set eyes. Sail. She's one of the few champions. I'm pretty sure Ari. They change it from Ari, but Misfortune still references summoners. Oh yeah. Um, don't get cocky. I know what I'm doing. I've got a good feeling about this. Watch your mouth, kid, or you'll end up. Uh, find yourself respawning at home that one's pretty good that's like such a fucking good one it's weird because like ari was like the seductress um and they kind of made uh misfortune a bit of a seductress as well with her voice lines and whatnot and with the way she runs weird if she if she is playing against the gangplank when she spawns they'll say get those oranges ready gangplank no fucking idea oh that's that's kind of cool all right. Well, this episode's been 50 hours long. Incredible. <laughs> Longer than it needed to be, but that's okay. Hope you guys enjoyed it. Uh, again, visit the socials. Check out the uh, YouTube shorts slash TikTok. The TikToks, uh, they're great. They're wonderful. <laughs> slash Instagram reels. Whatever you're using to watch, just please continue watching. Uh, the the greatly greatest. I That's all I have to say. So, yeah, next week for Champ Review, we'll have Swain and Lux. So, at least one of those is going to be a full-on rework. Yes. I'm excited to look at Swain because I miss playing old Swain. I hated old um, Swain. I never understood that thing. <laughs> but, yeah, guys, uh, we got patch next week. We got a lot of more fucking... This this season feels like it's going to have the biggest patches ever because there's yeah. just so much shit going on. I've, I've just briefly looked at how many changes are coming, and there's a lot next week. Um, so, get get ready for that. But yeah, guys, uh, make sure you like, subscribe, comment, review, anything. Hit that link tree. Like Tyler said, join the socials. Come into the Discord. Let us know if you want to come on the podcast. Let us know what champion you main, what your rank is, and let's we'll, we'll interview you guys, and we'll just talk it out. Or if, you, if you're watching, I have on the screen right now, these are in order what champions we have coming up. So yeah. next week is Swain, Lux, and then LeBlanc, Aurelia, Trundle, Cassiopeia, Caitlyn, Renekton, if you're looking at this list and you see a champion that's coming up that you're maining, come on, we'll, we'll talk, join us and we'll talk about him. And uh, I think that'd be a cool idea. Why did you take the idea right out of my brain? Like I was gonna say that before you closed everything or, up. Too. I was gonna say if, if one of these you main you want to talk, like bring it did here. Did you take the idea from me? I don't have a magic wand, sir. Right, but how did I know to say that then? Unless you, I thought of it before you. <laughs> Inception. Inception or, or whatever. Fuck you. All right, guys. We will see you next week. Enjoy your weekend. And uh, thanks for listening. Later, y'all.